Welcome to the Proletarian Contrarian, the leftist podcast dedicated to the reevaluation of all your favorite crappy films. I'm Nick. And I'm Lewis. And we're doing something special today. Um, this, is, this is being recorded on Valentine's Day of 2021. Um, and in keeping with that, and in keeping uh, honoring the new Biden administration, uh, we want to look back on some good times we've had. We want to look back <laughs> on, you know, those little romances we've had along the way, both significant and, and more casual, just uh, the bonds of, of passion, uh, friendship, and romance that keep us all together. Um, and in doing so, we're going to review <laughs> the the uh, debut directorial uh, effort of one Louise Linton, uh, yeah. wife of Who is that? former Secretary of the Treasury, oh. <laughs> Stephen Mnuchin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Small-time actress, uh, then marries the Secretary of the Treasury, ex-hedge uh, fund manager, and, uh, yeah, uh, becomes um, insanely wealthy and uh, makes this uh, whatever is the step beyond Vanity Project is uh, this film. Th- this is this is a an exercise in sadism. This this, <laughs> this is this is more sadistic than Salo. Th- this yeah. is a. I know that this is a bad movie. You know that this is a bad movie. I have money to burn. I'm I'm rubbing it in your face. You you little pig. Now pay pay Bezos. Well, not anymore. But pay Amazon for the right. pleasure of watching it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Bezos still makes money off of Amazon. True. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, Louise Linton even says that cause this film has a, uh, she breaks the fourth wall constantly with a narration yep. and basically that's what she says in the beginning when she compares it to, she's like, yes, I know this is just basically American psycho, but fuck you. Like <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's, she, she does, we'll get into it when we do it, when we do the breakdown, but like, it's this constant stream of like. I don't even want to say freshman year of of MFA creative writing class oh, or no. BFA creative it's writing like, class. It's high school shit. Yeah, because she uh, directed, she she wrote, produced, and directed yeah. this, and of course she's and in it. She's in it. Yeah. Wow. Um, Quadruple it's threat wild. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in case you haven't picked up on it, I mean, the title is in the the title of this podcast, but it's it's me, you madness. The the twenty twenty one described by Wikipedia as a comedy quote-unquote thriller quote-unquote film quote-unquote <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, a vod film obviously because uh no films are actually being but i guess some films are actually being put in theaters like uh zack snyder's uh <laughs> justice league <laughs> will go to theaters um but uh, two people will see it there um this film i believe mm-hmm. actually is just vod i think uh the stx films one of the uh the three um, tax write-off companies that made this film. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, just to put it straight to VOD. Yeah, I mean, I really doubt this would even be in theaters. Oh, no. If COVID yeah, wasn't even if COVID didn't happen. No. When you have... Uh, so the three companies that made this film are STX Films. This is the only film I imagine ever put out. Uh, sure. Highlander Films and <laughs> Storm Chaser Films. Uh, these are not real companies, folks. No, this this is this is like Mnuchin's ex, ex, like exhaustive and like very public pay pig uh, practices. Probably oh, he, yeah. he gets off on making fake companies. Oh he, yeah. He, mm. I don't know. And also, Steve Mnuchin, uh, returning procon uh, appearance. Steve Mnuchin because we did Suicide Squad. Yep, that's right. 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't think he produced this one though. So he he uh, he handed the reins over to his wife, but uh, he did not allow her to use whatever his production company's name is. <laughs> he was like, "No, I can't. That's not happening. You can't besmirch the name of Lego Batman too." <laughs> I could I could honestly see the two of them doing like like she she wanted to do it on her own with yeah heavy quotes without his help right you right. know um yeah i'm looking really quick at the other uh movies he's produced i mean the lego movie is like the the famous one yeah lego movie um, Amer- american sniper all of the lego movies i think even lego batman uh, lego batman yeah. two, all that all that jazz yeah he did i am that. nuts yeah like a batman movie yeah 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 uh, Wonder Woman is a is an infamous one. Um, right. Oh, and one one that we want to do is King Arthur: Legend of the Sword, the yeah. MMA coded mm-hmm. one. King Arthur. Right, right. Yeah, the Guy Ritchie um, one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, Super- Batman versus Superman. Okay. Oh, uh, the Legend of Tarzan. Yes. Okay, so, so we've done two. Wow. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. A, right. This is number three. Wow. Damn. Damn. Okay. I don't know if we do. I don't know if we knew that when we recorded that. We didn't. Mm. Oh yeah, and uh, Fury Road too is the other big one. Oh right, right. Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. He, he right. That Incredible. Producer. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Thank you for those yeah, bangers. They, thanks, Steve. <laughs> I mean, one literal banger. I mean, obviously, Mad Max Fury Road is incredible, but uh, yeah. Jeez. But yeah, so we we obviously, I mean, the the ostensible reason we don't have a lot of. Um, critical or monetary details on this on this movie is because it came out two days ago the real reason is we honestly don't give a shit who cares we're not we're we're bringing we're bringing this one i oh, i yeah. i literally finished it 15 yeah, minutes ago stopped, yeah just a few minutes ago i watched it yesterday it was awful um yep. you know at first i was like uh, you know this is somewhat like charming this person you know wrote this and directed it and they're acting in it and it's like yeah this isn't terrible and then it just it just stops that within the first two minutes of the film <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give it this like it has the structure of a movie like the the bare bones like okay, act 1, act 2, act 3 and 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 it's like more competently made than some dog shit amateur or even like professional movies I've seen before. It's not like impossible to sit through, but it gets really bad really quickly. Oh yeah. Within the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the third act, and, and when we get there, I mean, it's, it's awful, 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 non-existent. I mean, it's this film could be so much shorter, and it's already short. It's already like what hour, hour thirty, I think. Hour thirty, it's reasonable. Yeah. I, I was glad yeah. for that, um, but yeah, this is uh, Louise Linton's directorial debut. Hopefully, the only film she ever makes. She could be one of those like. There's a few. Um, directors in history who've you know actor turned directors who made like one movie you know like uh charles lawton yes who did uh night of the hunter and then he was like nope i never want to do this again <laughs> he worked with kids in that one he was like that was just a terrible experience i, I don't want to direct sure. ever again um and then uh what is her name barbara barbara lode who did the film wanda she she just directed one film and then that was it um I, I hope this is what happens with louise linton except that yes. her film will um you know not become a classic of american I cinema mean, what i hope happens with louise linton and her husband is insert redacted joke yeah, yeah. here but like <laughs> it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll play along for the for the purposes of this episode um so th- this is my take on it this movie is like one part smirking buzzfeed listicle misanthropy like oh i hate everybody oh isn't that quirky like i just hate people blah 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 it's one part daytime uh 
daytime TV lighted in blocking. It looks like shit. They have all oh, the money yeah. in the world. It looks like shit. Mm. Uh, one part, like, very Whedon-esque soy face banter, but, yeah. like, a firm step below your, your already, like, shitty caricature of Joss Whedon banter. Mm. Oh, it's several, it's several it's, steps. It's, several, several steps. Like, <laughs> like I, I know that Whedon banter has become kind of a meme at this point, like, like the, the Marvel soy face banter, but, like, th- this is noticeably worse than mm. that. Yeah. Also, the secret to this movie. You know what? I'm gonna sit on that. I'll, I'll we'll, okay. we'll come back to it. Yeah, I, yeah. I I know I know the the skeleton key to this movie. Let it let it, it yeah. Let, let's have this unravel uh, naturally. Yeah, you know, peel it back. Peel back the layers of peel this it onion. Back. Peel it back. Ooh, like we're dissecting a human because we're edgy like the people <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. So I want to just do. Uh, I want to break down what this movie is about in two seconds. Um, it is literally it. just <laughs> American Psycho, except it's a woman and it's good. Because she's a woman. Like, that's it. Yep. That's really yep. the whole movie. And she's not a yep. Wall Street person. She's a hedge fund manager. Well, uh, so it is Wall Street, but um, that's the only difference. Like, I think he's a stock it trader, is... and she's a hedge fund manager. That's the big difference. Pa- part of... I And I do like American Psycho. Oh, yeah. I, I, Much I, better film I than this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good movie. Um, And it's, it's like, weirdly subversively feminist and, like, anti-capitalist. Yeah, like written if, by if, a woman. If you, you know, directed you by a read. woman. Um, uh, the, the film, um, at least, not the book. The book is directed. Oh no, the book is Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brett Easton Ellis is trash, but um, the the movie takes it into a different direction. Um, but yeah, it it is self admittedly that within the first, literally the first ten minutes, we're introduced to this character, uh, Catherine Black. She's oh, a hedge fund manager. Blah blah blah. I'm narcissistic. I I love sex. I love working out. I love expensive shit. Blah blah blah. It's like this endless litany of I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. I'm so good. And and then she introduces the fourth wall breaking. She says, um, "Yes, this is a ripoff of American Psycho, but it's for a woman and for for you uh, for you slack jawed Neanderthals in yeah. the audience. What that what that what they call that in the industry is is an elevated high concept. That yes. means yes. like that means it's classy and that means it's like artistic. It, yeah, you you think I'm like misremembering no. or exaggerating, but this that's, is literally that's what verbatim. is told to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes." Mm-hmm. Uh, she had. We're introduced. She has like a, a beautiful, immaculate office at the top of a skyscraper. She eats a spider because she's like, oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was a brown recluse too. I thought that was pretty crazy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it, it wasn't, but it looked like a brown recluse. It's it's some it's some like really surface level thing because again we get the endless narration. She's like. Yeah, the the females of the species often kill the males during sex, but the males are so dumb, so they just want sex, and they yeah. they do it even yeah. though even though the females eat them, and then she eats and then the she just bites like, Yeah, it's whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's a lot of that. It's very repetitive. It's just that <laughs> it's that's very... really the movie. Until I mean, you know, even after we're introduced to the the the, the main, I, I hesitate the to say, yeah, I hesitate <laughs> to say love interest because he's. I mean, he sort of becomes. It's 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 a strange relationship, but um, yeah, the 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 male lead played by uh, well, Jesus Christ, I don't know, Ed Westwick. His name is. I think his name is. Yes, the bull in her and Steve Mnuchin's relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, his name's Tyler, which is like a perfectly vague, like like of his age, because like there are multiple references to being millennials in this movie too, mm-hmm. like like kind of half-hearted, half-insightful, cheeky references to the age difference between them, 
and um i think that that insecurity because like he calls her a milf she's like oh you're just a little millennial like ragamuffin but you're cute and i like fucking you and it's like a lot of the insecurities of aging come out um in this movie because she wrote the script she she did this whole right. fucking thing mm. oh yeah no um, for sure she's she's tyler is like the perfect description of what she thinks she's trying to do with this character right yeah i think that's accurate no it's i think there's a lot of issues that she's trying to get out by making this film which you know yes. to to her credit that's what most directors do uh <laughs> you know that's like martin scorsese's well, life like you know being a catholic yes. and being an italian american catholic at that and uh just you know working through that um but uh yeah it's uh oh, she didn't she doesn't work through it well in this one she doesn't really get the demons out oh god no um and i mean most i i will say most directors uh, no i will say every director ever besides her has the decency to do it better than she does <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean it, it, at the end of the day you know, most directors, they they are trying to work through their issues, but she's just trying to yes. justify literally everything, that she, her existence, yep. you know, yep. it, it, um, similar to like a Woody Allen thing, right? You know, where like he's definitely, yeah. he's making these films yeah, to yeah, be like, yeah. you know what, it's actually okay for me to, you know, be married to my my stepdaughter or whatever Daughter, she is, yep. you know. Um, that, that's a really good uh, parallel there. Like, she, like th- this is like the blatant version of of him because he has like the level of creative control that she does on oh this, for sure project yeah i mean i don't think there's anybody who tells him no anymore or almost ever i mean from the beginning of mm, uh, of yeah. you know um his oeuvre yeah very few people are telling this man no and and, and it's clear that no one told louise linton no here i mean with with some of her choices um and, and we can get to them in a few minutes but like yeah there's only yes men she only had yes men around her yep well yes woman <laughs> right right yeah, Please. of course of course yeah that, it was, that's it's one of those crews where it was like a, a diversity uh you know uh threshold or whatever yeah and like her her uh her board like her board of advisors or her board of um of, of oh the hedge fund board yeah the, board the hedge fund people or whatever yeah it's it's like perfectly diverse oh there's yes like mm-hmm. there's like a gay guy there's a black woman mm-hmm. there's like like a lesbian two other white women yeah, yeah it, it's it, incredible th- th- this movie is quite literally explicitly stated in the script um and just by any idiot that watches it it is it is girl boss american psycho yeah oh yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. she she says it i mean she says those words more yeah. or less so so within like by by the time we hit the fifteen minute mark, we we've seen the title credits pop up. We've seen um, her car that she obnoxiously introduces as this is the same car that James Bond drove in Die Another Day, which is one of the worst James Bond movies. Um, <laughs> and and like just listing like oh I love to fuck, I love to I love to eat expensive food, I love to drink the most expensive wines. I I have this house, I have this, I have that. Oh and by the way, I kill people. Isn't that crazy like isn't it isn't it wild that i i'm a, I'm a psychopath and i kill people like is, is it are you shocked yeah um yeah although and the first time she um discusses killing people or one of the first times at least when she's actually like chopping the frozen bodies and she's telling us it's better to chop frozen bodies uh because right. when i first started this I, I i learned the hard way and then like you see her being splattered with blood that is that is real blood there well you know it's fa- it's fake blood but it's not cgi blood so kudos <laughs> yeah. for in that moment honestly 
It's it is probably real, but it's, right, yeah, it's, it's some kid. It, it's some kid from an ICE detention center. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so within the fifteen minute mark, we do meet the guy Tyler. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's conventionally attractive, strike like actor who they mm. got. Um, She's looking for a roommate. Normal, normal yes. thing for a hedge fund manager. Although she justifies it by saying that like she's out of town a lot, so she needs someone to look after her house. Yeah, and and I, th- I'm not even sure if this was part of it, but like I I thought the intention was she wanted to get another help like helpless victim. Uh, yeah, I mean it was. I, well, it's not. Well, as no, we it becomes later, that. But, but it's not even that. Be, as we learn yeah, later, yeah, which is like we think it is at first. Like talk talk about just like basic script writing characterization that would at least mention that like before their mi- their again quote unquote mind game starts starts getting yeah rolling yeah. but no it, they don't even mention that no um so we learn that Tyler is a thief and he's casing the house um but but Catherine knows this she right. she knows that he's a thief casing the house because she has like infinite resources yeah. and infinite she knows everything about computer. him um yeah. And I'm just gonna, she, I'm just going to fast bored. forward here too that she actually set all this up is what we learn in the third act of the film. <laughs> yeah, and and a very very obvious and shitty screenwriting error. Apparently, Tyler is he, he's like a professional thief. He does this a lot, and one of the people he scanned was her grandmother. Yeah, which mm-hmm. we learn in a flashback within the last twenty minutes of the film. Yep, screenwriting one hundred and one says Great. introduce him doing this and he gets away right and then he pulls out his phone oh uh this 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 roommate scam came through off to do another one yep like no no brainer come on no you see she mentioned she has a grandmother in the second act that's good enough nick that's it that's all you need to do just mention your grandma that'll come back of course she she also (laughs) mentions she has a sister and a nephew which Mm -hmm. goes nowhere yeah that goes um no Mm -hmm. no no, it does go somewhere because that's why she has that tricycle And that we see that he's yes. good with things, uh, mechanical things. So he yes. fixes the tricycle, and then that's why you know he can tell us later that he went to engineering school. Yep. Um. So she gives she gives Tower the tour. She's like, "This is my house. You can have the whole house except my bedroom." They do some very heavy-handed, like, cutesy, porno tear flirting. She's like, "Do you like martinis? I like mine dirty." Yep. Mm. Wet, that, wet and dirty. Wet and dirty. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's that level of plotting. Okay, we're, you're you're trying to hide your shitty dialogue by winking and being cutesy about it. Yeah. Also, just some of the worst lighting in that kitchen. Like, uh, there's there's oh, like God. the neon sign and and just like whatever neon uh, lights they put. Uh, they, the way it casts the shadows on their faces, it's like, it's it oof. it is like day, daytime TV. Yeah. Oh, very much. Yeah, very soap opera esque. I, I don't know um, who their cinematographer was, but that person is perhaps not actually a cinematographer. <laughs> Stephen Miller or something. Yeah, just like it's just... this ghoul in the corner <laughs> holding the lights. <laughs> um, yeah, so she shows him the the place, and then she she tries to do like psychological mind games. She. Um, she pretends to be crazy, saying she can fly, and then he acts all freaked out. And she's like, "Oh, I'm just fucking with you, bro." But like, to us, the audience, she's like, "I'm, I'm testing him. I want to see his decision matrix. I want to." Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, "He just wants to fuck me. He doesn't care what he, crazy shit I say." Right. Um. 
also her accent sounds really fake she she actually is scottish in real life louise linton but like it's it sounded like a fake non-american mm-hmm. accent yeah it, it was just strange it just it came it came and went and it probably has to do yeah. something with like the fact that she's lived in america for quite some time um yes but yeah i, I it, it was really strange when it came through you're just like wait why are you doing that oh that's right that's your actual accent that's right yeah <laughs> it when it came through it sounded like a bad american yeah. actor trying to do occasionally oh, like yeah. a, a british posh mm. accent or whatever or or like she was trying to conceal it more but she's not good at that I, it's really strange yeah. I, I don't really understand what she was trying to do um yeah and that just goes for the whole movie but especially this <laughs> yeah um so then she she gets him to agree to be a roommate um he she of course has like the whole house wired up with like cctv she can she can spy on him as he does whatever so he calls his his thief buddy and he's like yeah man this is like really it's really working out like i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get in i'm gonna i'm gonna case the place i'm gonna fuck her i'm gonna get out of here this broad is so hot and this is one of my favorite lines he says she's a total milf and i'm i don't know i don't know what the connection here is but then he says i'm i'm talking maga cum laude in her pussy yeah mm-hmm. like great a, a a college joke with 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 milf i i don't i don't get the connection there is no connection um just you know tell it come it has the word come in it that's it we do we do learn later on that he is a college dropout and he was studying engineering yes um which makes a lot of thematic sense because of course stem google insane types work mesh very well with the type of new money that uh the the louise linton character represents so like of course this is like silicon valley california pro business of of, of course a stem person would integrate well into that just like yeah a, it's interesting though where does this level. film take place do, do you think it takes place in california like i don't even know i have no clue oh i guess it does uh yeah there's she, some shots she mentions her when, sister lives in fresno that's right she's and then she's like oh she's dead to me because she lives in fresno that's right yeah so yeah. and yeah some of the shots in the beginning like the opening title um la la stuff yeah yeah, yeah. that's right forgettable just like, though, honestly forgettable like, wait <laughs> yeah and, and just like where else would it take place if it's obviously not new york so where else would it right. take place? yeah fair enough the house is ridiculous the house, house is, her mansion's really ugly really tacky looking the, the house is it literally looks like a brick yeah with windows mm-hmm. uh it, it's just a long cube <laughs> it's just like a long yeah. like rectangle i hope it's her house like i hope it's her and Mnuchin's house uh, it could very well be one of their houses. It, it, like, right. It's probably like it. one of their houses, a friend's house. Like, you know, it's, I'm sure it's the actual interior of the house that they sh- they film in. You know, it's, it just, it has that vibe yes. where it's like, yep. it, these are not exterior shots only. Like this is, this is the house. This is all you oh, had yeah. in your yeah, budget. Yeah. Like this, yeah. this space more or less. It really is yeah. the only space. We, we see very few other sets. Uh, they, they use the same underground parking set in a few shots yeah uh it's supposed it's supposed to be different locations but it's obviously the same oh, set. Yeah. um the the trendy kind of glow-in-the-dark uh bike stationary bike exercise set is off is used often mm-hmm. yeah and that um, it could easily be just a room in that house that they you know like yeah, they honestly, blacked yeah. out all the windows and put yeah, some neon true. all around right it's and that same with true. like the boardroom you know the boardroom in the, in the mm-hmm. first scene like it could easily be one of the rooms in that house has so many windows and whatnot. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, eventually, 
after some more agonizing interminable banter um she she drugs his drink and and then he get he gets knocked out and he falls asleep on the couch and she does she does stuff she does like this and at this point in the movie we're again we're probably like 30 minutes in we hit probably like the 16th needle drop for for a really jarring music oh, yeah. uh cue mm-hmm. Um, That's got to be honestly half the budget of this film is licensing. Yes, yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. Like I mean so, some of the songs are just covers of popular songs. Um but even still. But it, still it's got to be expensive. Amount. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean there's more than 20 songs. Yep, in this movie. Um she works out, she does this thing like it, there's really cringy literally cartoon tier sound effects like she's doing yes. squats. Oh. And Amazing. it's like, Wait, boom, Wait, yep. boom, mm-hmm. boom. I, I, she like goes to the bathroom nowhere. and like it's she, fart noises while she's There's like fart masturbating noise. to the Dow Jones. <laughs> she comes in to check on the comatose Tyler who's been who's been drugged, um, and then she's like, "Oh well, I need to go take a shit." And then in her bathroom, she has a TV so she can watch Dow Jones, um, and she's getting off to watching her stock numbers rise. The way it's cut. You are forced to assume she likes to masturbate while, while she, shits. she shits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. No, that's that's what I thought was happening. Yep. Um. Then she comes back and he's still he's still knocked out. So she feels him up and she makes a joke about like, and thus for one time in human history, a woman turns the table on a man and molests him instead of the other way around. And like she grabs his crotch. Yeah. And she's like, oh, don't 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 be all PC. You know it's funny, and it. That is so, like, derivative of of four chan twenty seventeen tier humor. Oh, the whole film. It is, is so like that, un. Yeah. But but that's like the highlight. It, yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm making an anti PC joke because a woman is molesting a man. Right. Isn't isn't that outrageous? Yeah. It, it's it's the laziest thing in the world. No. It, uh, well, yeah. It's, it's it's very lazy, and uh, you know she just. She constantly thinks she's doing some kind of trailblazing with with yes any of her little quirky moments in this film. You know, like yes. later when she talks about which weapon she wants to use to kill Tyler, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to use this weapon because you know this these movies have used this." And she lists literally every movie that like someone used a gun in, everything from Taxi Driver to Machine Gun Preacher. It's like, I I don't think this is as interesting as you think it is. I'm sorry. Like just talking about how movies use guns. I, no, that's that's nothing. There's nothing here. There's nothing of substance. Um. But that that is skipping yeah. ahead a bit. I, I guess the next thing is like when the Asian chick shows up. Yeah. For this, no um, reason. This, uh, her friend, some some Chinese woman comes over. Um in like they're they're talking in mandarin exclusively and they're like making jokes about about tyler who has since waken up like like oh he's handsome but he's dumb like he, he's trying to steal from me oh ha 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 should we sh- are you gonna kill him later i don't know um and then like they're they're kissing each other and like fondling and tyler's just like oh just like yeah two hot two chicks making out yeah, yeah hell yeah bro <laughs> just like in front of me. um and they have dinner and she feeds him testicles body parts testicles. testicles yeah and she she tells him that he's eating human testicles and mandarin so he can't get it but her her friend does and isn't that crazy um 
and then they take Molly together. Oh no, no, first, first, this is the craziest part of this movie. This is the absolute craziest part of this movie. Um, she gets a work call during dinner from like oh yeah oh my god this is the best part this is my favorite part this is actually the only good part of this movie yeah this is this is the only the best part of this movie and it's completely not her fault yeah um no so they're eating dinner and she gets a work call um from one of her like stockbrokers i think a guy he's like i think yeah the the one peter i think his name like she just shits on him throughout the whole movie yeah the 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 outrageously coded like oh i'm i'm a feminine outrageous kind of gay guy um, and she, he's like, "Oh man, this 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 video game company they're they're tanking, they're tanking hard. Like we have to sell bef- we have to sell before Monday because like we cannot be holding this shit like on Monday. Like we'll lose everything." Um, and it's on speakerphone. And so Teller's like, "Oh, uh, that that game company, yeah, yeah, like Gears of War th- or whatever, yeah, some shooter generic game. video game, yeah. generic video shooter game three was really bad, but like they did make gener- generic video game shooter number two. So like I have trust in them. You should hold. Like they'll bounce back. It's good. It's solid." And she's like, okay, don't sell. They they fucking predicted yeah. the the GameStop, the GME they, diamond yeah, diamond incredible. hands don't sell. Incredible. <laughs> I could not believe it. Just was, mind mind bending. Like yeah yeah yeah. And she's like, um, and then the three of them take ecstasy. They swim. They they drink. They they fuck around. They they roll around in bed. Um, you think they're gonna have um a steamy threesome and it's like oh threesome that's outrageous in movies these days but uh no uh the the chinese friend just takes off and um yeah she, the two of them have they were all just naked in bed but you know it's, it, the asian friend is like we can only kiss and that's it and she's like yep. it, it's she he's yours like she literally just tells yep. louise linton he's yours have fun yep they have extremely boring vanilla sex um oh the, awful we get i mean there's no nudity at all yeah, and, and this movie is uh, billed as R, of yeah. course. There, is, there is nudity um, later. Like, we do see one of Louise Linton's nipples and her bare ass when she's in the shower. I missed that because I was honestly, like, drunk <laughs> half the time. I was not paying attention to a lot of this. Uh, yeah, but I don't even care to go back. Um, yeah, they, they have really boring sex. And uh, we get two music drops, two separate songs during the sex scene. And right. it's, that, it's that long. It's that boring. Mm. There's no um, thrusting even. Like, it's just he's on top, and we see their hands yeah. mostly. Like, they're, like, holding hands. It's awful. Yep. One of the worst sex scenes. Um, it is framed and presented in a very romantic manner. Like, oh, yeah. they really like each other. Right. Like, like this isn't just a power play game. This is, like, there. there's some real connection here. Uh, it comes out of nowhere. It feels completely fake. But apparently is meant to be sincere because they have, like, pillow talk in bed. And this is where we find out he's a college dropout, and she's like, "Oh, you should, you should work harder. You should make something out of yourself." And he's like, "Yeah, you're really, you're, you're really special. Like, I, you're, you're a real but good person." But I thought person. that was her faking it. I couldn't tell. Was she faking all that, or was she sincere? With I, all that? I, th- the real answer is this movie's too muddled, and <laughs> yes, it doesn't know well, what it's doing. Exactly. Um, what is sincere and I, what is bullshit is yeah, the perennial question for the, this movie. In the moment, I honestly thought both of them fell for each other like going going by the insane not at all present logic of this movie i i I do think that that scene was like depicted as the two of them had some kind of sincere connection yeah okay i i'll i'll allow that i'll allow it i'm 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 for for all of you listening at home and not lewis watching me i'm shrugging (laughs) um 
but yeah, and then um, she she goes she goes to her spin class because every so often she likes to go to spin class in public and not in her home gym. Yeah, that was also um, I feel like totally a COVID thing. Like she wrote that post COVID because I feel like most of this film was filmed during COVID, mm. right? Like it was definitely filmed last year. It's not a film that took like three years to film, right? Like I think she went out of her way to be like, you should all go out side you piggies and you know uh consume uh be part of the economy it does say the be- the best i can have because i refuse to do more research into this movie um on louise linton's wikipedia page it says in 2019 she wrote directed produced finance and started oh, movie. Fuck, no eh. so that that could, that could be that could mean anything yeah. that could mean it was shot it was done in a month in january right 2019. yeah it's possible fuck yeah. I, I, I i choose to believe that you know this was made during the quarantine, but sure. There's some ham handed like, Oh, people are good. Um, so she's away is the point. He makes her breakfast. Um, at he also her... just dances around the house to the song. I'm so excited. Like it's unwatchable. It's, it's, yeah. it's cringe. It's this, this movie is pure undiluted cringe. Oh, and yeah. I say that, mm-hmm. that, that term has kind of been like, reduced to mean nothing anymore but this movie there's no other word for this movie than cringe oh i know this makes that term meaningful again like yep 100 percent. make america cringe again <laughs> make cringe meaningful again make yeah make, thank make you cringe great again thank you ms mnuchin linton yeah um so yeah that happens uh while she's at the spin class um this fat slob is, is like lusting over her like and he gets a boner, well, because he's like next to her. Yeah, and, he takes his shirt her. off and he slings sweat at her, and she almost yeah. throws up. And then he, he, she sees he has a boner. Yep. So when so he she murders him. Yeah, she murders <laughs> him in the parking garage, which, like Nick said, is the same parking garage we see throughout this film. Um, yep. Just later on, it it's like they just paint it differently, but um, it's definitely yep. the same space. Um, yep. Yeah, and and she has to like she has to cut him up because he's too heavy, so she has to cut him up and and throw him in the trunk of her car. It's like a Mustang. It's it's this it's like there's this agonizing scene earlier in the film where she shows Tyler like, "Oh, this is my car. This is my Mustang." And and he's like and she's like, "He's going to say something about how chicks don't have this kind of car." And then he does. And she's like, "Then he's going to say it's like the the car from Bullet." Yep. But he's a dope because this is two years earlier, this car, than the 1968 one that Steve McQueen drives. It is heavy, heavy TV Tropes nerd energy. Oh, Just yeah. heavy, like, I'm I'm going to predict this movie cliche and I'll point it out, but I'll also swerve around it and do a different thing that's not a cliche, so that makes me bad. It's dog shit. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the movie references are just bad. Like, Bullet. Uh, all bad movie Bull- bullet's the only good movie yeah, to only, yeah. well taxi driver those are the only two good ones but like oh yeah true, she true. mentions atomic blonde twice like when she kills the yep. guy in the parking garage she mentions how like i couldn't do this with whatever shoe uh charlize theron did in atomic blonde and it's like why yes. why are we talking about atomic blonde like why are we going out of way to talk about a movie that came out two years ago that no one's gonna remember like that literally yeah. no one remembers now I mean, th- this is her attempt to make a tonic blonde. She saw it, obviously. She obviously loved right. it. It's like sexy, bisexual, blonde assassin with lots of neon lighting and does stylish kills. Yeah. Like, I-, I remember the trailer, at yeah. least, and that- that's why mm-hmm. I took from the trailer of that movie. Um, so, yeah, she-, she wanted to do that. Um, <clears throat> she-, she wanted to do that. Um, 
so yeah, she she gets all this the the fat slobs blood all over her, and so when she comes home, uh, Tyler's like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And she's like, "Oh, I hit a coyote, and I had to move it out of the road and get it off my car, or whatever." Um, the only funny line though, or one of the funniest lines, is he said, "And it exploded." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, more more to do with the way he sold it. Yeah. Than, oh than yeah. Blind yeah itself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then she's like, "Oh." internal monologue slash audience dialogue whenever you kill someone it's like a heroin high and you come down off of it and like you just want to be left alone and i can't have this dope in my space all the time so she she kicks him out um she's like oh you're you're a nobody you're nothing you're just a bit of fun for one night right me and you it's madness yes incredible title drop title drop (laughs) kind of because extra words are inserted there but right, still title right. drop. it would have been awesome if the actual like title card came up in that moment that would oh, be fucking yeah. ballsy yep it'd be worth Thought. watching for that alone but it, <laughs> but it, it comes up way earlier and like it's fine it's it looks like the miami vice like font you know yeah. it's it's that neon stuff um so while she this is when she takes the shower this is when we actually yep. see one titty see. and her ass yep. and that's it yep and he steals the yep. car he steals the car. And then when she finds out he steals the car, it is shot in the worst way possible. Like like the I I me me and nobody would know would know how to shoot this better. Like she she steps out of her house um and her car should have been right there. And it's like this this sh- like a, I don't know if it's like a drone shot or like this yeah. huge crane. Mm-hmm. But um the the camera s- follows her she steps out and then it pans up 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 and back to encompass her whole property and you see two cars there it's the car she was driving the day before in Tyler's shitty shitty beater car but then her her Mustang's missing it it takes you a few seconds to figure out that she's yeah. reacting cuz she she like gasps that right. her Mustang's missing right. it is so poorly done like right. i don't even know yeah what well that pan out it's like it's just <laughs> we have why are we, ha- why do we have to show us all this extra space like it's, it's so unnecessary yeah. the the camera doesn't focus on where the mustang right. used to be parked right. it doesn't yes it isn't a reaction shot of her looking at the space mm. where the mustang used to be no. shot it's like the, the, the mustang wasn't even outside no, the mustang used the to be in a garage the first time we see the only time we see the mustang is in it's a insane. fucking garage that, that, that shot breaks my mind it it that shot is proof that money can help you cultivate talent, yeah. but money cannot buy talent oh, right. definitively. Oh, for sure. Definitively. Yes. Like, I, I know we live under capitalism. I know it takes money to do anything, especially in film. But, like, that money is proof positive. That shot is proof positive that money cannot make quality oh, on yeah. its own no right right it's it's like this is the the film version of uh like that wyatt coke making his like uh you know his like shirt company it's like yeah, yeah this, this guy has all the money in the world and like no one no one's gonna stop him but like <laughs> these are the, the fucking ugliest garish shirts in the world that no one will actually wear to a club or a boardroom like or a discotheque or a discotheque <laughs> that's right that's what he wants to be awarded yeah, yeah. discotheque <laughs> or the boardroom Wyatt, Wyatt Coke should have played the fat slob in the spin cycle. Yes, he should have played the second fat slob who she likes. Yeah, who she yeah. hugs. <laughs> oh my god! Um, also, we get a, a Peloton bike drop because she talks. That's yep. the the bike she uses at home. 
Yeah. Uh, and then she, she goes to spin class with people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she, she's obviously pissed off. She, she geo tracks him through his phone and he, he's an hour away with his buddy. Uh, they're eating tacos, tacos and that's, yeah. that's great goofy because they're eating them funny they're like dripping apart in their hands while they shove them in their mouths yeah, and yeah. it's really i don't know what the point of that was um no. oh th- but there's another this is also one of my favorite moments of the film that i actually think is quite genuinely funny like when she's talking about how she tracked them and then she's like plus you guys also like post it on instagram and then like it's a really quick cut of them like they did they did a selfie with like a bunch of different stickers like with their exact location and like where they're eating and they're like soy facing about tacos and what's insane about that is like she's she says like this is how i could track you you fucking idiot like you you have your geolocation on and then Tyler's like, well, yeah, like if we didn't have that, then we couldn't like, couldn't do a location tag with our with our selfies. And in their selfie sticker, they have just hashtag just stole a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and yes, I know her response would be like, well, it's just supposed to show that he's naive and dumb. But like, th- this is a boomer writing what they think hashtags are. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. That's great. I loved it. It just—it yeah. was the only um, time I was like, "That's like a directorial flourish. That's like kind of fun. Yeah, that's yeah. a good editing. Yeah, it's you know, that's that's something from 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 the crazy perspective that she, like the crazy farcical angle that she's trying to write for. It. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it's one of the few times that like that tone works, um, whereas that tone is just so inconsistent throughout this movie, and that's the only time you'll hear me care about inconsistent tone. But um, it really it's. It's a big issue in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that happens right around this time, right before she calls them, is she's like, how am I going to kill them? Should I use a gun? No, I hate guns because they use them in all these movies. And then she lists all the movies. Yeah, and, that- and like she speeds it up. And it's, she does like chipmunk voice. And then the we just see voice. on yep. the side panel of the, of the frame like just a, a laundry list of movies going past her. And uh, I no, you shouldn't stop and see what they are. But like, like I said, she literally lists the film Machine Gun Preacher as like the third movie in her list, and it's like, who remembers the movie Machine Gun Preacher with Gerard Butler? She she mentions Wonder Woman as a movie that uses guns. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, it's, the, it's a fucking World War One movie. <laughs> The, the the flunkies the 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 mooks that Wonder Woman mows down yeah. with 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 her lasso and her sword and shield use guns but like right it's a, it's not a notable gun movie no. in the way like the Matrix Wonder is or Woman something. doesn't have guns akimbo and just do gun kata on everybody like that doesn't happen <laughs> in that movie it's 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 insane all the guns in that movie are like breech loaded yeah. like firearms yeah. they're not oh, like, for sure exactly like... ridiculous. This movie has heavy uh, nostalgia critic energy. Oh yeah, that's what I was mm-hmm. alluding to at the beginning. That that's my yes. secret drop. That's the skeleton key for this movie. It is. Yeah. This movie is if you gave the girl boss version of nostalgia critic a jillion dollars. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's accurate for sure. It definitely has. What is that guy's name? What's the nostalgia critic? Doug Doug Walker. Yeah, it has some d- real Doug Walker energy. It also has like the same energy as. Um, so the guys who did like the scary movies, but the guys who broke off 
to do Frieder and Salzburg. Or yeah, something. those guys. And, and then like when they broke off to do like epic movie and like romantic superhero movie, movie and superhero movie, like it, it's it's like that era of it where it was like at one point with the scary movies, even the first like three, actually funny, actually interesting, and then they just like parodied themselves more or less yes yes especially with the sound Um, drops that we talked about like you said like the cartoon sound effects like those movies have that all the time um and 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 it's genuine from them and it's genuine here like she thinks these sound effects are a good choice for some reason right yeah i i honestly couldn't tell you i i think it's a zucker and weiss yeah something like that of them Mm -hmm. yeah um because it used to be like there used to be more of them. Like there, it was like a kind of a group of them, and you know, it's like the same guys who made like Airplane, and then like quickly you know, Zucker and Weiss yeah, made yeah. like Airplane. They made like yeah. UHF. They made um, Kentucky Fried Movie, yeah. which are like those are good. Right. But like by the time the year two thousand rolls around, the it takes a hard nose. To yeah. Move. Yeah. And I want to say like they might have broken off and actually stopped making the movies. Like I don't know if they made superhero movie. I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. You know what? Someone do research for us later. We're not gonna fucking do it. We gotta keep going. I want this episode to be under an hour. <laughs> okay. No. Z- Zucker and Weiss are the one. Everything we're talking about is true. But there's another pair. This American Canadian duo, Friedberg and Friedberg and Seltzer. Yes. They're the ones that did. Um, Date movie, epic movie, Meet the yes. Spartans, disaster yes. movie, vampires suck, the starving games, best night ever, yeah. super fast, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they at all involved in like scary movie back in the day? Um, scary movies two, three, four, and five, based on characters created by. That's the credit. Those guys. Those guys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when they broke off, they they made some of the worst movies ever yes. made that they, they, we will never do i'm sorry the 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 movie extended universe yeah <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's, that's what they made so yeah she does all this shit and then she's like oh what other weapons do i like blah 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 nunchucks i like nunchucks oh first, my god nunchucks. I, that was awful okay too. first first of all you fucking casual they're nunchaku <laughs> second of all they look like they're gonna break her wrist when she like twirls them around well also like there's a body double when she when she starts twirling them yes. around because she she clearly oh can't twirl them herself. And speaking of that, when she they do the sight gag of when she's giving Tower the tour, he's, she's like, "This is my home gym," and there's like, oh, uh, like a bench press with like three plates on it, and he's like, "Oh, you lift?" And she's like, "Yeah, every day." And she lifts it up, and they're obviously just like plastic with yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so <laughs> it looks so fake. Yeah. No, it's it's shit that would happen in like um, there's another of those movies. Um, Top Secret, you ever see Top Secret? No, uh, legitimately no, funny. No, no. Um, Val Kilmer film. Um, I think by the same guys who did like the Lethal Weapon. No, not not Lethal Weapon. Uh, the other ones with Leslie Nielsen, like the um, uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Movies are stupid. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. but uh, there there's gags like that throughout those movies, but they're funny and like they're they're. They know what they're doing, whereas this one, like it, 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 I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Like, the, like she sincerely thinks like it's cool that her character can do that. Yeah, because it, it doesn't have like even kind of like the the ultimate example is that movie Airplane, right? It's like right. the parody of disaster movies, and like there's a lot of sight gags, like intentionally absurd prop gags, right? But like mm. they weren't going for that because like this movie is supposed to be 
at least that scene is supposed to be like grounded in reality and like it's supposed oh, yeah. to have that mm-hmm. ver- verisimilitude of like yes she really is lifting this up because she does work it every day because we spent the last 15 minutes hyping her up right right yeah no like like we said there's she has some insecurities about getting older for sure um and uh yeah it comes out in like every other scene in this movie uh yeah, so what happens next? Um, she she we convinces were. him to come back with the car. Oh, Because yeah, she's yeah. like, I'll call the police. Right, right. And then he comes back, like, too early. They, they like, talk about... Oh, no, no, my favorite... There's... <laughs> this is when, like, the jokes start getting really bad, though. Because she says something like, I'm going to call the NYPD. And then I was like, wait, this movie doesn't take place in New York. And then, like, he says... Him and his friend Chad, who she keeps calling Chip, and that's supposed to be funny, too, for some reason... Yeah. They're like, wait, don't you mean the LAPD? Yeah, I think she means the LAPD. And then she's like, yes, you're right. I meant the LAPD. And and that's where, like, the jokes – that's the first really, really, truly bad, uninteresting joke that someone should have told her to cut from the movie. Um, See, I I, I think she was trying – they alluded to this earlier. Like, she's like, oh, I'm starting to to develop feelings. Ew, gross, icky feelings for this this kid. Um, So it's making me sloppy. So I think that was – she was trying to be like, oh, it's a joke, and it's showing that the character is, is getting sloppy and slipping up. Yeah, no, but still, someone should have told her no. Like, the, cut this one. Correct. Like, yeah, no, that, that, that's 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 the real answer, <laughs> yes. But I, I do believe she was trying to do, like, a two-pronged wow. approach. Like, 4D chess. One of the basic rules. And I just, I don't get it. I'm still playing checkers <laughs> over here. Well, it's like, one of, it, it's like one of those basic writing tips you, you always see, right? Like, oh... No line is wasted. Every every line should do more than one thing. Right, every every right. every part of the movie should do multiple things to characterization and humor. Blah blah blah. But it's it's bad. It is bad. It's it's really bad. Um, I just I feel like um, Sia's movie is probably going to be like this movie, very similar. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Sia's yes. uh, autism movie uh, called Music, like because uh, Sia had said like she didn't want to write a screenplay like she's like i didn't want to buy final effects and like write a bang out a screenplay i just had like some ideas so i just like told someone my ideas and and i dictated my ideas to someone they wrote the screenplay for me um and then we filmed it and like editing almost like destroyed me so i just like found someone to edit this thing and i just you know these people who have no idea how movies are made what 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 it what entails making movies not to say like you know you have to read sid field's like screenwriting book to like write a screenplay but maybe you should you know maybe you should have some working knowledge of what these things are like before you actually attempt it um but it's clear louise linton did no work to understand movie making um, in the same way, you can just look at the the trailer for Sia's film music and just be like, eh, this person just wanted to make a music video, um, you know, or, or or sell a new album, which you know, I'm I'm sure that'll do fairly well for her. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, like, yeah, I, I agree. Obviously, you don't need to be credentialed to make a movie. Right. More people should be making movies if anything, but like have some humility and know that you can't do everything. Um, yeah. And, and 
Louise Linton obviously has zero humility and, and obviously thinks she can do everything. Well, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give Sia credit. At least Sia, like, said, I, I can't do all these things, even though, you know, um, she probably doesn't even know how to direct. Um, yep. At least she got other people to, like, write and, and edit and such. Uh, Louise yeah. Linton, you know, if if someone showed her how to use, like, Avid or one of the, you know, uh, After Effects or some other kind of, uh, you know, editing software, she would have probably tried to edit this movie herself. And uh, mm-hmm. she might as well, she might as well have, because it was awful. I mean, the editing is really bad. There's some, there's some shots that um, just yeah, cut, you know, two, two or three seconds uh, too early or too late. Um, yes. Just really bad um, blocking. Everything's just, I mean, everything's bad about this movie. There's really nothing good about it. Like it, it looks like it hits the the bare minimum threshold for what a movie should look yes. like, mm-hmm. but that, that but that is one hundred percent because they bought expensive cameras to, oh, to yeah. shoot the sun. Oh yeah, that that is literally the only reason. And and I guess like they used one of their gaudy garish homes that they own. Right. If if it wasn't for those two things, if it wasn't literally for the fact that an expensive digital camera was inside an expensive useless home that should be bulldozed, it it would look like trash. Yeah. No, no, and, and it would like, it would look like the trash that it is, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Tommy Wiseau's The Room is a better film. Honestly, that uh, yeah, like like that guy. It, the the production stories at least behind it are way more interesting. Oh, than for this. sure. Yeah, I mean the delusions of grandeur that man had, like uh, they're yes. they're reasonable <laughs> compared to whatever Louise Linton was thinking. Also proving that we live in hell and hell is run by devils um the disaster artist also produced by steve mnuchin oh my god jesus yep. fucking christ yep we live in hell we really and do. we are run by devils <laughs> yes um so back to this back to this dog shit we he comes back to the house he drops the car off he gets he, her too he early goes in for some reason yeah they they exchange some more soy banter about like that's a couch no it's a sofa no it's a couch no, it's a sofa it's like jesus it goes on way too long. kill me way too long. yes yep um, um and returns later when they have to mention the couch again for some reason and and i don't even remember I, i've expunged it from my memory which one is the preferred nomenclature but he comes around during their fight when they make up and he's like oh yeah it, it's it is a couch slash sofa, whichever one you prefer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I learned from my mistakes. This whole movie takes place over the course of two days, by the two way. Days. Keep that in mind. It, it feels like months. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Yep. It's an interminable um, um, stretch of time. Even for an hour yeah. 38, it felt way too long. Mainly because of the commence, third act. The third act is literally one drawn out, extended, quote unquote, engaging, quote unquote, gripping uh, game of cat and mouse between yeah. them. They run after each other. They punch each other in the face. They pull out weapons. They, we get humorous meta asides of why nail guns aren't really viable weapons in a fight, right. but like mm-hmm. a broken champagne glass could actually be used as a weapon. Right. Yep. And then in the course of this, uh, Tyler starts breaking the fourth wall, talking to, um, talking to the camera as well. And holy shit! One second, I think I just realized something. Um, I think this is stolen. I think this is ripped off from, from, from Fleabag. Yes, it is. Um, I just watched the the Phoebe Waller Bridge miniseries Fleabag. Yeah, I'm aware of it. And a I've seen it. a big 
a, a big uh, component of the second season, or a big component of the whole show, is that she talks to the camera. Right. Mm-hmm. When she finds someone that she really falls in love with, the priest character, and like they really have a connection, one of the ways that is shown is the priest notices when she talks to That's the camera. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Louis Linton ripped that off Holy for this fuck. because Tyler starts right. doing that, and that that shows that they're in yes. love. Yes, and then she's like, "No, you can't do that. That's my thing. This is my movie." And when right. and when did the second season when that motif pops up uh, debut in 2019 when this when movie this was movie was remade? <laughs> yep. <laughs> It, it's incredibly derivative, folks. I, it, yep. I mean, it is one of the most derivative films that is trying to not be derivative, like actively trying to not be derivative. Um, in the same way I would have tried when I was a teenager, you know, like I would be watching a ton of movies and then like, yeah, I could I could do something that's different. I could make a movie that's different than, the, than these kind of movies. And that's that's the kind of energy like that Rain, Ryan, is his name Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson. That's the energy I feel like he has. Like, yes, he has yes. The, the, I am doing something that no one has ever done before energy. That's what his film brick yep. is like, you know, his high school, neo noir, yep. uh, brothers yep. bloom, all of them, you know, all the and looper. It's like, uh, here's Star Wars episode eight. That's part of the reason half the internet hates it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, except he, he like did something actually interesting with that one. Whereas every other yep. film of his is, um, just like, big, out, give, apparently. Give, what's that? Knives Out. Oh, yeah, Knives Out. Right, exactly. Like, you know, it's like this gifted kid energy, um, but, you know, it, it goes nowhere. Yeah, and um, other people that dip into that, like Kevin Smith, I feel, has, has yeah. that. He, he was like he was like a proto kind of version of that. He was like an early early trailblazer for that kind of energy. Um, the nostalgia critic thing, like like the TV tropes mindset, yeah. like try, trying to, like, outthink the script yeah like oh like, mm. I, would, I would think the the movie you're watching yeah is, kevin smith was shit, so. you know successful with like the first few of his movies to do that and then yes. as he kept going and just kind of parodied himself i mean it just really went off the he, rails he, he parodied himself yeah, right. parodied himself um yeah no it's um it, it's enraging it, it's like so high school level smug um just just a, a, obsession with tropes and like I, I've named drop TV tropes a lot, but like it, anyone who doesn't know what that is should look into it. it. It's it's like the most, it's it's a wiki. It's a collection of all the most insufferable nerds online who think they're clever for knowing what a trope is, who think they're clever for like identifying tropes in movies and like listing subversions. They're very big on like, oh, this movie does this trope, but it also subverts the trope in this way. Right. So that makes it good. But they've also turned like like, everything into a trope too. Like person eats breakfast and then like something bad happens to them. Like they turned like that into a trope. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, this ties into, I mean, we're kind of drifting far afield here, but it, it, I can bring it back. The, the way, what, the way I, I, the way that I define a nerd is someone who's um, obsessed with classification. Someone whose overriding focus on anything is uh, classifying things. Who who has a compulsive need to fit um, ambiguity or nuance into slots so that it's more comprehensible. Um, I mean, if you want to take like a really broad example, like scientists, that's what they do for for jobs. Like fucking like, door. Ex- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ex- I mean, it is like it's the <laughs> that's. 
it, it it is taking it, it is gamifying things it is like D D is like my go-to example right it's like taking the concept of like fantasy but making it follow game rules right. so you can right. make your own thing what 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 is what is this character oh it's a halfling bard like that's so reductive but it, it, it's like applying preset categories to everything and in doing so cutting out that nuance that you're trying to capture um it is the TV tropes mindset. It is the Doug Walker nostalgia critic mindset. It is the Louise Linton mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like when she uh, takes out a chainsaw and then she's like, "Oh yeah, like I'm gonna use this like every other horror movie that uses chainsaws." And then she just lists all the Texas Chainsaw movies, and it's like that's that's really like five movies. I don't, there's not a ton of movies where they use a chainsaw to kill a person. Like I don't. She didn't even mention like Mandy. It's like there's a really cool chainsaw fight in Mandy and you didn't mention that at all Louise Linton probably because you don't even know Mandy's an actual movie Mandy is like talk about a movie I've seen recently that is night and day <laughs> I cannot recommend enough to this piece of shit oh, yeah, just, sure. it, yeah Mandy's great in, 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 yeah uh, insanely you know what? Every movie that ever existed is is the polar opposite of this movie. <laughs> Every other movie is the polar opposite of this movie. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I would rather watch episode nine again than watch this movie again. Uh, yeah, I could probably sit through it, even though it's almost yeah. three hours. But yeah, don't care. Yeah, but ju- just giving it by 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 virtue of not being this movie. Right. And it has Babu movie. Frick too. You know, so exactly. Yeah, this got, there's exactly. something. There's something going on there. Babu Frick. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then uh, there's Cat and Mouse. Um, it's it's very it's long, so long, Cat and Mouse. So um, nothing interesting ever happens in this scene, except when she, she does have an axe, a double-headed axe at one point, and I was like, hell yeah, yep. that's a cool axe, but then nothing, she doesn't do anything with she it. Loses she it loses it instantly. It. Yeah, yeah, he takes it away from her. Um, uh, she she farts in his face. Oh, that's the best part. Actually, that's the best part of the whole third act. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, she like does this like flip over him, and so her, her butt is basically in his face, and she farts in his face. Same sound effect from before. Yeah. And she laughs about it. And she's like, hey, I got you. Uh, very juvenile. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, yep. <laughs> but then yep. Uh, she doesn't kill him. And uh, they fall in love. You forgot something else. One good part. She gives Louise Linton, playing the character Catherine Black, give stops pauses does one of her by now patented fourth wall breaks to the audience and gives an unironic speech unironic little little ditty little little uh soliloquy of why it would be more moral to murder inmates than pay for them in the state of california that's right She she oh Ty, Tyler Tyler find Tyler finds her freezer of dead yes, bodies. This and, is and, and this very, is a fun part, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, very Whedon esque, very soy face fashion throws the dead body parts at her, yeah. trying to slow her down or some shit. Um, and he's like, "What about this guy? What about this guy? Why did you kill him? Why did you kill him? Do you think this makes you a good person?" And she's like, "Oh, that was a child rapist. That was a member of Al Qaeda. That was a member of ISIS. That was a that was a hedge fund guy who did." bad yeah. bad money stuff and, was, and she's that like that was, that was a republican and then the next one she's like that was a democrat and then that was yep. an independent and it's like okay i get it all politicians are bad whatever and honestly up until the democrat joke she was just listing the people who benefited from the administration her husband was in. <laughs> it's true but like it's true 
and even you know what in some cases even california democrats oh yeah in some cases yeah um but yeah so she she's like at this point the movie does us what it imagines to be a subtle shift into uh, positioning her as a good sociopath as a right. kind of like that like the dexter model like she she has these killing impulses but she channels it into killing the monsters of society i also thought this was um, like insincere i thought she was being insincere in this moment i thought she was just lying to him but then it's like oh wait no like she's being genuine this is she's actually yeah, killing the bad guys yep and she she drops the line of like oh it costs x amount of money to federally to house one federal inmate for a year like seventy two thousand dollars or something right and teller's like that's more than a year at harvard and she's like yeah it is and he's like with money to with extra money for snacks and beer yeah. and she's like that's right tyler and then again it it is posited as like this quirky oh i'm a sociopath haha ha. i don't value human life but i'm actually making kind of a point because there's a kernel of truth here yeah i care about taxpayer away. money i care about saving yep. taxpayer money for some reason G- given who this is g- given 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 the total black nihilistic like lacking a soul monsters that her and her husband are i don't think it's that much of a joke yeah i i i I think this might be like like a network style like we're laughing at you you fucking morons and we're getting away with it like i I think it's true well i think especially with the end of the movie i think that's very true yes yep and to i mean also the other thing that happens in this fight scene um they, we get the 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 by now infamous money 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 song drop, which is of course linked inextricably linked to Trump and the Apprentice, right. the Apprentice theme song. Um, yeah, and then it just everything gets resolved. They they make up, they kiss and make up. To the best of my knowledge, for no reason. Having seen this movie less than an hour ago, to the best of my knowledge, they, they just make up, and and they, they're yeah. in love. Like she does have another soliloquy about like a good person though and that's when like they are in love they um right before they get married and have kids like there's the one scene where they're doing the spin cycle class together and like this one fat guy is having trouble with the pedals so like she helps him and she's like don't judge people like be nice to all people <laughs> i have it here i wrote it down she does so in, in true screenwriting screenwriting 101 fashion she uses the skill that tyler taught her in the first act right. to help this guy in the last yeah. act good job you you read a screenwriting book and then she she says to the camera because by now her her and tower they're they're married they're planning on having kids they they do they do together um been, monologues instead of saying like oh i love doing this i love doing this like we love doing this we love it she just fucking kill me but like her, one of her things that she says to the camera in this new good reformed version, and she mentioned she's on like medication now. She's like, she says, it's not nice to judge other people based on their looks, beliefs, or political persuasions. So let's all be a little nicer to each other. Amazing. Wrong, you fucking monster. Wrong. Wrong. I am I happy you. to judge you yeah. based solely on your political you persuasion and nothing else. Redacted. I am extremely yeah. happy. No, it's it's really like I I wrote down I was like that is her like don't kill me when the revolution comes like monologue like it's like I'm actually a good person ha 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 see it's not let's be nice let's yeah be nice. let's be and nice that's why that's why the word nice is so like it's fucking bullshit it you, bad, you, should, you should be good you folks. should have kindness you should have you should be friendly to people you care about but like the the term nice is used as like a 
it, it has like that respectability politics sheen to it. It's like you you have to you have to you have to be polite. You have to be seemly to other people. That, that's what nice means to me when it's used in many contexts, including this. Definitely one. in this context. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they live. They literally live happily ever after. Uh, the end credits um, in a small box on the side of the end credits. We see them just like <laughs> having a blissful life, um, yep. getting married, having kids, three kids. Um, they do like yep. a psych out where like they're holding a baby in like every shot and then like another toddler like walks or crawls into the shot so it's like oh it's not the same baby it's like this is literally a new baby they have three children together um they get a dog awful um they just like they just they live happily ever after that's it (laughs) we also get a we also get a literal on-screen quote um, yes when love is not madness, it is not love. From Pedro Calderon de la Barca, who fuck that? Who, uh, that was a S- Spanish playwright from okay. the 1600s. Um, I'm positive she's never read anything by no, him. No, there's no way. Um, she just googled it. That. it, it th- this was a Goodreads love quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- love, love quotes from a book. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, also, remember, I said this movie takes place over the course of two days, except for like the wrap up at the end. Yeah. They fall in love in two days. Uh, this this love madness happened in two days. That's why it's madness, Nick. Love is madness. I have a counter. I have a. We're, we're not going to do any of our normal podcast bullshit oh, no, for this episode. No this movie doesn't to. deserve mm-hmm. it. We're we're, we're not going to dignify it with that as, as low effort as those usually even are. I will. I for me, I'll just close on this quote from um, from Nietzsche. Uh, it is not a lack of love, but a lack of friendship that makes unhappy marriages. This fictional marriage will be unhappy because they are not friends. They didn't. They they knew each other for two days. Uh, they, what this psychopath Luis Lintin and Steve Mnuchin, by extension, think love is, is like jet setting. Is it? It's it's as surface level and stereotypical as you imagine their their intimate lives would be. Because these these aren't people. These are these are monstrous ghouls that run the world and have ruined the world. Yeah. Um, but they don't have friends. And they were married by sad. Mike Pence. In 2017, yes. so yep. they were married when he was yep. Secretary of the Treasury. Uh, it's a swanky place in D.C. by Mike Pence. He was the officiant yep. of their wedding. Like, that's kind of also like cringe too, right? Imagine like you don't have someone like who you really love and know well, like to do your to officiate your wedding. You just you yeah. just have the vice president who like is probably contractually obligated to do this that's like the most notable thing he's done in four years yeah for sure like what did mike pence do besides like in in south korea looking over the dmz you know in his bomber jacket like (laughs) he he looked over he used a pair of binoculars he married these two these two word redacted that i don't want (laughs) to say on, on, on stream to each other and uh he got threatened with assassination by his own base yeah that's true that's it. Man, That's imagine if he actually got parody redacted by that group of people. That would be extremely parody redacted, <laughs> a thing to watch, <laughs> to see. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, I kind of just like frantically searched for a quote, and I landed on that Nietzsche one. But like, I, I think. Oh, it, she do what Louise Linton did to get the quote at the end of her movie. Yeah, but like, but like, yours is relevant because though. I, yeah. I, I think, I think, I don't think anyone. Of these people, and I say these people mean like obscenely rich people that do unethical, unethical things to get money. I don't think they 
consider friendship to be important. No, like, oh, no it way. is mm. even even in love, even in a romantic context. Yeah. It, fuck it, it's Valentine's Day. I'm gonna get the yeah. sushi. Like it, it is important. Yeah, it is. No, it's all transactional for them, right? I mean, yes. you know, like yes. having the vice president, you know, officiate your wedding. That's there's a transaction there. It's like you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. You know, we're in this administration together. So yeah, you know, do this thing, and I don't know, I'll funnel more money to your you know offshore account in the caymans i don't know um but no these people have no friends like that's why i think the house that they have has to be like their house because like they don't have friends who would like lend out their giant mansion like it just has to be one of their shitty mansions that looks like a gillette razor like it's it's really ugly truly ugly house yeah yeah it i'm honestly there, there's a lot of like weird lens flares in yeah. all the shots that take place in the house, and I'm honestly shocked we didn't get like a take that JJ Abrams like. <laughs> no, because they're probably unintentional lens flares. They just like don't know how to like diffuse light, so they're just That's like, true. Oh, they, oh, that that happened. It looks good enough. Fine. You know what? She probably like Louise Linton on her Instagram page probably like follows a lot of like golden hour uh, yeah. lighting um, pages, and she's like, oh, we should we should shoot at sunset, and because um the the windows face west it's just a lot of like sun, right. the, the sunset coming in and it just makes for a shit lens flare yeah yeah that's it don't watch this movie uh no, please i gave them money to watch it it doesn't matter it my my seven bucks isn't gonna make it a boycott is useless against these people for this movie it Oh, yeah. They have money to burn. This this movie is an exercise in burning money. And you know what? I I'm sure Louise Linton sees very little of this. Uh, I, I'm sure she yeah. uh, like has someone to pay off, and is perhaps why she made this movie. Like, there's maybe mm. some like black market dealer that she she made this movie for. Like to I don't know. Maybe some habit, or to, maybe to hide the dead children or something you know like it allegedly in minecraft i don't know it honestly could very well be a money laundering project for her and her husband oh i'm sure it is allegedly again again uh screenwriting 101 everything should do multiple things (laughs) nothing should only do one thing it's a it's a shitty vain passion project for a monstrous person and it also lets them lender some money allegedly joke speculatively in minecraft definitely um, but yeah, folks, just watch the trailer. I'm sure a lot of you have already because it was on Twitter for like a few days. It's funny how like no one talks about this movie anymore. Like e- even though it literally just came out two days ago, like it's it, no one's going to review this movie. Maybe we'll be I the think, only ones. Um, Who knows? I think uh, the Snyder Cut is kind of sucking up all the air. Yeah. In, Thankfully. In, in film Twitter. Yeah. Hell yeah. Imagine like... <laughs> Think about, okay, so that movie came out, what, 2016, I think Justice League came out, you know? And we kind of had rumblings yes. about the Snyder Cut. I, I just imagine a world in which we actually got the Snyder Cut, and that's the world we're living in. Like, that's just, that's mm-hmm. incredible to me. That, there is... 20, 20, 2017. 2017. There is hope in this in the, in the darkness. We actually got the Snyder Cut, folks. That's me yeah. being, like, semi-sincere here. But it's like it's just yep, absurd. Like the, the the fucking nerds won okay. this one, guys. Like Okay. The good nerds this time. <laughs> the non MCU yeah, nerds. Two, two, two things I'll say really quick about Snyder Cut. One, um it's kinda great that like Whedon who who did the Just Whedon who did like the, the reshoots for the original Justice League is just getting dragged all over right. social media right yes. now for being for being a piece of shit. So like 
Snyder, Zack Snyder vindicated. Zack Snyder wins. Yeah, it's like it's great. You know, and the funniest part too is like I actually don't think there was a Snyder cut. I think like he filmed so little that there would be nothing to put together, and that's why he had to spend like a bajillion yeah. dollars to film new stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was never any Snyder no, cut, uh, but now there is. It's fucking and, great. And he he's wasting uh, studio money so on this good 80, fucking ex- 80, accelerationist 80 bro million, Snyder. Eighty million dollars wasted. Good, on do this. it. Like, do it. I incredible. hope it tanks. I hope it. Does well, of course it will. Critically, what we see I in hope theaters, it's critically amazing in tanks, and it, they just burned all of Warner Brothers' money. <laughs> I hope that true, um, because according to the Joker, and I do like the new Joker redesign. I like the Dark Side redesign. I don't give a shit. I like it, it all whips. Yeah, I like it. And a, what does the Joker say? It's not about making money. It's about sending a message. That's right. That's right. Words, Linton and Minutium would do well to heed. Yeah, or just live by, folks. We will see you next we'll time. See you next time when we movie. when we review Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bye. Bye folks. <laughs>